Mizuki Makes presents I Dream of Jungle Gyms Episode 3 Ball Pit Portal When I was young, like really little, my brain would have this way of easing me into my dreams. When I really try and think about it, I could never tell you when a dream started or when the darkness of my eyelids turned into the darkness of my mind space. Have you ever thought about that? You know how in a dream you just are? You'll wake up in the middle of a situation and you don't think about it. You don't worry about what time you woke up or if you brushed your teeth. You just know that you are somewhere doing something. The other details, they fade away. I love that. When you're in a dream, you're free to live in the present. You're not dragged down and distracted by monotony. Suddenly, things like what you wear doesn't matter. Unless, of course, you forgot to put on pants when you went to school. It's always pants. But other than that, monotonous things don't have to matter in your dream world. Or at least, I know they don't in mine. When I would close my eyes and start to fade, sleep would trickle in, as if not to alarm me, to say, Okay, Alex, you're about to start dreaming, so don't freak out when you wake up and it's the middle of the day. Those images that we see when we close our eyes too tight or press our hands on our eyelids or even just keeping them open too long, looking at a light that's too bright, etc. Those floating dots or stones or whatever it may be that we see when we mess with our eyesight too much, they would visit me in my sleep. I used to see a gray brick wall that looked like a castle. Sometimes I would see spider webs, and other times just random squiggles and blobs. And after a while, they would fade. Imagine for me, the grocery store. The produce aisle more specifically. Do you see it? Look at the apples. Just go with me on this. I promise it's going somewhere. All the round, colorful fruit sitting on a slant stacked so delicately you hesitate to pick one up because they could all go tumbling down. The long mirror angled above it to make it all appear even grander. Do you see it? Hold on to that. But now, imagine instead of apples, they're plastic balls. The kind that you would find in a ball pit. All types of colors, bright and vibrant. That's where I would go. Once the after images would begin their dance, they would slowly fade into this sort of ball pit display case. Like most of my dreams, I would see things like a movie, third perspective, camera angles, moving shots. My dreams are a cinematic masterpiece, and these transition phases were no different. I would be watching a tiny me walk around the case carefully, trying not to slip or make all the balls fall down. I was about the same size as the cheap plastic spheres, if that gives you any sense of scale. And sometimes I would wave at myself in the mirror or frolic around and dance. Whatever I was doing, I would always come across one of the spheres and stop. Whichever one I picked, it never looked any different from the others. I would just get curious or bored or drawn to it and stop. And after staring at the colorful orb, I would touch it and the scream, for lack of a better term, would get fuzzy and turn that color. Slowly, it would fade into the actual dream that I was there to enjoy. I love that ball pit portal. I haven't thought about it in so long. I kind of miss it. It was my little ceremony 
my safe space that I could go and wander around freely and be calm. Well, semi-free between the balls and the case and that mirror. It always made it feel more magical, more infinite. Like, no matter how many times I came, there would always be a new dream waiting for me. I still believe that, really. I Dream of Jungle Gyms is written and directed by Alexandra Hooper. Produced by Alexandra Hooper and Samantha Mashinsky. Sound designed by Samantha Mashinsky and music by Hugh Made It. This episode featured Alexandra Hooper as Alex. I Dream of Jungle Gyms is a production by Mizuki Makes. Keep dreaming!